Hello everybody and welcome to She Talks Tech, where I profile women in technology and STEM careers. My aim is to elevate and amplify their stories and inspire more women to join this field. Through detailed interviews with successful women in technology and STEM, I explore their career paths, challenges, successes, and advice for aspiring professionals. Join me as I celebrate the achievement of women in technology and STEM and discover the diverse and exciting opportunities available in this field. And in today's episode, I have Kidiboni Mulala, who is one of the women that you really want to hear the history because it's like one of the stories that are beautiful. And I think I've been I've been telling you guys that I, I really just want to have women in technology and women in, in STEM and all this fields to actually be known for who they are and have their stories spoken about. And, and I'm so excited to have you today, Kidiboni. How are you doing? Hi, Chilani. Um, I'm doing great, thanks. And how are you? I'm good, I'm good. So I'm really excited that you actually agreed to, to be part of this because, you know, me and you have just interacted a few times and I think in our interactions, it's just like, hey, listen, um, she is one of the women that I would like to actually really uh, talk to and be in a position where the world and even the generation to come gets to hear her story. And hopefully at the end of the day, we get to come back to this one day and we're like, hey, listen, we knew, we knew this things would have happened and everything. So actually, I just want to really start from the very beginning because I think um, knowing where people started off and pe- where people came from and grew up give us a bit of a base. So where did you grow up? Okay, so I'm from a small town called Mokopa in Limpopo mm. so I was born and raised there I uh, started school there until I left for varsity I spent most of my childhood and my teenage years there so you are my fellow Limpopo because I come from Limpopo as well yes. <laughs> yeah okay. so that's great <laughs> Limpopo is where the greatness comes from <laughs> no no cap <laughs> so yeah yes um, definitely <laughs> Yeah. So, 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 um, when, when, do, when do you move and where do you move to, um, when you actually are uh, finished with your, your, your metric and stuff? Okay. So after I was done with metric, I started varsity at the University of Pretoria. Yeah. So I moved to Gauteng to Pretoria and I've been in Gauteng since then, but now I'm in Joburg. So, so like when, when you move from Mugopani, do you right away go and enroll in the University of Pretoria within the tech space? Um, what, what did you study? What, what did you enroll to? Okay, so I studied become informatics, which is yeah. information systems. So I've pretty much been in the tech space since then, yeah, since first year. Yeah, okay. And how do you come to that decision? Like, um, was it because someone actually in your life was doing the same thing? Like what happened? What actually got you to be at that point where you're like, hey, I'm going to leave Mugopani and I'm going to go to the University of Pretoria and this is a specific thing that I want to study? Okay, so <laughs> it's a, my story is actually very interesting, I think. Yeah. Um, so, so I wanted to be in the finance space. Mm-hmm. And when I applied to the University of Pretoria, my first option was financial sciences. Mm-hmm. And... 
I was looking for a second option and around that those times there were women telling me to you know to explore it was at that time where they were trying to encourage young girls to consider the tech space so and my sister was already within the tech space she studied mm -hmm. computer science so I knew about it so I found out about Pico Informatics I went and did my research yeah. and at the beginning of the year of my first day I was asked to choose one degree and I chose informatics I had done my research and I kind of liked it so that's how I chose it Ah, that's great. That's great. So, so you actually like this one of those ways. It was not your first choice and you, you like you ended up finding yourself here. And I'm guessing that since you are still here, you have some sort of love for it. So take me through your journey from like your university to then um, getting into the workspace. How does that look like? Okay. So it was actually very challenging a bit because I had never uh, programmed I had never coded before when I got there mm -hmm. so I was told that there wouldn't be a lot of coding since it's informatics and it was in the faculty of economics yeah. um, that it was just a mixture of business and IT so that's what we were told yeah. and there was programming when I got there and mm -hmm. it wasn't easy at first because I had never coded and mm -hmm. I hadn't really used computers much in my previous years before university. Yeah. So, um, but it turned out okay. I actually thought that I was going to be a BA because our degree was mostly focused on on programming and systems analysis or business analysis. Yeah. Uh, but I've always had love for for coding. I was just so scared because I wanted to be good and I felt like I wasn't good enough you know with mm. the coding and I needed more time in order for me to actually work on that programming skill but it turned out okay and when I was applying for jobs um, in my I think I was in honors yes when I was applying for jobs I was caught between between choosing business analysis and software development and I chose mm -hmm. software development and I believe that it's going well yeah. challenging at times but yeah I like it yeah. yeah oh that's great man so so you like you currently are working as a software developer yes I and am. how how does a day as a software developer look like for you okay so um there are days where I work from home and on others I work from the office mm. um so my day um I guess it goes with what I have um, mm -hmm. as tasks for those days. Yeah. yeah. So when I'm working from home, um, I start my day at at eight. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that I do usually is the admin, like answering emails or going over what I need to do for mm -hmm. the day. Yeah. And and after that, it's stand up meetings. And then I focus on my tasks after and if, if there are people that I need to assist or communicate with, then we get on those calls. So that's how my day looks. Um, and sometimes I find myself working after work hours as well. <laughs> okay, so yeah. you're like, you're like putting in the extra nighttime hours. And, and do, is this something that, that you advise people to do and, and look, for, look, look out for when they actually are like uh, developers? Honestly, I don't know how I feel about that, but I think as a software developer, you know, sometimes 
I think you're always learning. So yeah. in order for you to learn, you need to put in the extra hours. Yeah. But usually at night, I prefer to do my own stuff, learn my own stuff for yeah. me and stuff that's not work-related. Yeah. Yeah. I like the fact that you actually mentioning the whole idea of continuous learning. And I think generally as a software developer myself, I can attest to the idea that you actually have to find yourself in that space where you're you're upskilling and learning does it ever end though like do you think we ever gonna be at a point where we're like hey listen I have learned everything that I need to learn and now there's no time for me I just know what to do honestly I do not think so because Mm -hmm. we live in a world where you know technology Technology is improving and changing and I believe that there's always there'll always be something that you need to learn. Yeah, 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 yeah. So are you are you are you comfortable to actually like mention where you work at the at this current moment or actually just mentioning some of the companies that you've worked for and how was that like for you um just as a journey? Okay, I think I'll just mention that I work for a financial institution. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I work at one of the financial institutions in South Africa. Yeah. So um, it's actually my first gig. So I started last year. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But I had done internships when I was in varsity with one of the consulting firms. Yeah. 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 So were you you consulting for uh, with them? uh, And and how long was that? Um, It was just for a month. It was usually during the June holidays. Ah, okay. And uh, do you see, are you able to notice, is there like a difference between uh, consulting and now working for a financial institution for you? Is, it, is, there, is there any difference at all? Yes, uh, there's definitely, there's absolutely a difference. Yeah. Because with consulting, I feel like with consulting, there's a lot of pressure for you to always ensure that, you know, you're up to date with your work that yeah. um there's actually no time to chill or it's not just one thing that you're working on yeah there's a whole lot of things that you need to work on and learn unlike now we i know that there's this one system that we are working on and we are continuously improving that system yeah 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 okay that sounds really good so um would you be in a position where you encourage someone who is attempting to get into the space that they they actually like the space could be something for them especially women yes I would definitely advise them to um I really think that it is an amazing space Mm. well if you enjoy solving problems you should definitely go for it Mm. and we want to see more women because a lot of times I find myself being like the only female dev mm. you know there are, are women but there's not a lot of us still but mm. most of them you find that they go into other fields and they never choose to become developers so there's not mm. a lot of us and we need more representation and yeah. I think it is an, an amazing space you know we need more women to dominate in that space as well that is true I fully agree but what what do you think we don't have a lot of women because like I think part of this 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 platform one thing that I really hope at the end of the day we would be able to know is why do we not have a lot of women especially choosing this field like uh, like you've mentioned we do have women within the tech space 
but most of them maybe don't choose coding and other maybe more technical roles uh no offense to the other parts because like i think for as long as you're in a tech space you are in a technical space so like the coding roles why do you think people are not choosing those um honestly i think it starts in varsity <laughs> um if i look at my varsity years you know where you found a lot of girls um were not opting out for coding or we we always thought that you know guys were better at coding than we were but which is actually not true because if you put in the work um you can actually do it and i think when you're when you're also not seeing representation when women are not being represented in those fields i think that might be one of the reason and i think another thing is that as, as women we like perfection we want to be perfect and with coding you can never say that you're fully perfect as I've mentioned earlier on that you're always learning you always need to learn so I think maybe those might be some of the reasons why women never consider development yeah so given a chance right now let's say one of the leaders in your organization say things like hey uh, I've heard your cries about the, the the space not having a representation of women and we would like to take your advice what would you advise them what what is it that you would tell them that we need in within the space to actually transform the space okay could you please rephrase so say for example you are given a chance one of the leaders within this financial yes. organization that you work with comes in hey and and say hey i've had uh your cries about the fact that the space doesn't have a lot of representation and I would want to try and change that. Where do you point them? What do you think or where do you think they, sh they should start? I think that they should start in, in varsity. Um, maybe having programs that cater for students within the tech space and, you know, they actually ensure that they get to interact with the young girls who are in those space and building relationships from there and trying to encourage them to con to consider their work when they actually are about to start looking for their jobs yeah that's interesting i think uh you you, you have a very very good point because like it's important to actually look at the foundation and be in a position where we 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 move from there to to actually try be better and and I I really hope that we get to a point where the gap is bridged somehow. I think one thing that I really really like um interested in is the fact that you have this platform you call it is it Kitty Codes and this is actually I I believe like a a community yes, platform yeah where you basically just start educating and everything. Why do you think it's important to be in a position where you are educating and attracting and what are you trying to actually achieve with the platform? Okay, so for me, um, it's a community for the people in tech. So I'm just there to post what I'm learning um, outside of my work hours um, and what I think is interesting at the moment within the of technology and I would actually like you know 
for others to engage with me, others that are within the, the tech space to engage with me, to share what they're learning. And I'll also be able to learn from them. And I think one of the most important or oh, the main purpose of this is to also encourage, you know, other girls, um, younger girls, and even those that are, you know, people that are actually within my age group or that are older than me to actually, so that they can find it as something that's cool, you know, so that they can have an interest in it as well. And in that way, we can have more women in tech or at least get to a step closer to bridging the gap. Yay. Uh, kudos to you for that, man. I, I really like appreciate everyone who actually takes their time to educate and uh, bring people with them when they are growing. And I think it's really, it's really, really important for us to be in that level where other people are able to learn from our experiences. Um, and, but before we actually like, just, I just remembered that I would, I would actually like to know from you around, around your work still, you are very much in your early stages, I guess, in your career is it is it what you expected or do you have any expectation at all um it wasn't fully what I expected because in varsity what you're taught is it's kind of like you know you're told that there'll be a client there'll always be a client that you're working with and you know you have to go through that whole process of building of of setting up requirements getting to this dev stage and ensuring that it's what they want and we're constantly working on one system in that specific team and you're trying to improve that and I never get to interact with the client so I thought that I would get to interact with the clients but in terms of coding in terms of dev work um, I'd say that it is more than what I expected yeah yeah. And do you have some of the challenges that have come as highlights uh, for you as that, that came as a package of you being like um, new in the field, like in the workspace? Definitely. Um, so, you know, especially last year in my first year, it was a lot. So um, I, there were times where I was too hard on myself. Yeah. It's like I expected myself to know everything and truth is I was only just starting I can't know it all um that was the year for me to focus on learning to ensure that I learn as much as I could um without expecting too much from me um because I I always find myself in situations where um if I didn't know or if I couldn't solve um the whole problem by myself you know I'd be too hard on myself because I wanted to know my work because it is my work. It felt like that. Yeah. And how did so, you get How did you find yes, yourself those out of it? Were, I think it was, yeah, a challenge that I had to face throughout the year. And how do you how, how do you find yourself out of that? Like I think a lot of people have have get to mention that this is something that they find themselves in. Do you have some like mechanism that you found to be working for you? to get yourself out of that are you out of that at all at this point I can't say I'm fully out of it <laughs> uh, but it's better now um, you know okay I, I think what worked for me is having to try and remind myself that you know what um, for the first time I'm doing this I've never had to do this and yeah. I'm definitely not where I was um, before um, there is progress that I'm seeing and 
I need to remind myself that, you know what, in this field and as a dev, I'll always need help and it's okay to ask for help. There's nothing wrong. It doesn't mean you're less smart. Yeah. Yeah. I believe there's a lot of people who actually go through that kind of like imposter syndrome of thinking they are, they are not good. And also now like the whole idea of not knowing what you don't know. Um, if you were to advise somebody who's actually starting off, give them some sort of a toolkit that they could start off with, it, since I, I think, yeah, or rather assume that it's still fresh in your mind, what would it be? Okay, so I would tell them that, you know, be patient with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's your first time doing this and you don't know what you don't know. Um, and when you don't know, that is an opportunity for you to go and speak to someone, ask for help. There's nothing wrong with asking for help. And that's how you learn. Yeah. That's how you become better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That sounds really great. And I, I hope that someone is actually listening and then, and understand that we, we are not meant to know everything all at once, especially when we are starting off. So um, this is to send out a message out there that, hey, everybody, if you are starting off and you are actually finding yourself yes. in a space where you, you don't know what you don't know, just be kind to yourself. It's okay. You will get there. <laughs> um, yeah. So. I think I really am happy um, with this with this conversation. Okay, so as part of this podcast, uh, we have a segment where um, one sends uh, or rather writes a letter to their 10-year-old self. And right now I'm going to give you a chance to read this letter in your own voice. So we're going to get to hear the letter to the young Kidiwani. Um, okay, I I just wanted to mention that, you know, I think there's an amazing activity because I really was smiling when I was writing this letter. And, you know, a lot of times we never get to do these things, yeah, for ourselves. So, yeah, thank you so much for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll start. Um... Dear 10-year-old Giddy. You're probably playing soccer or reading one of your favorite books from school right now. But I just want to let you know that you're doing great. And you'll be very happy to hear that everything turns out okay. I know that life can be tough sometimes, but I want you to know that you're stronger than you think. You've already been through so much at such a young age. Losing your father was hard but it has made you resilient and determined. And if you look on the bright side, you have a mom and siblings who love you, care for you deeply, and who will always be there for you. I'm proud of the person you're becoming. You have a thirst for knowledge and you're always eager to learn and to try new things. Keep that spirit alive. It will take you very far in life. I know that you think you're shy, but I want to remind you of your love for public speaking. You have a talent for it and it'll serve you well in the future. Do not be afraid to speak up and to share your ideas. You have a voice that deserves to be heard. As a young girl who's well on her way to breaking glass ceilings, you may face some challenges in the future. However, do not let that discourage you. You are smart, talented 
and capable of achieving great things. Believe in yourself, work hard, and do not let anyone tell you that you can't do something. Life is a journey, and there will be ups and downs along the way. But always remember that you are loved, you are strong, and you have the power to make a positive impact in the world. With love, your future self. Oh, that is Thank so beautiful. <laughs> That's so beautiful. Thank uh, you. So much hug for, for young kitty. And I hope that the old kitty notices how much she actually yearned for public speaking. And you actually um, just leave it out. Um, you're amazing. And I really, really appreciate you um, for actually coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for this. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, I like things like this, actually. Yeah, this was great. Thank you so much. Amazing. Thank you for joining me in this episode of She Talks Tech. If you enjoyed our discussion and found it inspiring, I encourage you to follow and share the podcast. By doing so, you will never miss an episode and can help spread the empowering stories of women in technology and STEM. Let's work together to break barriers, shatter stereotypes, and build more inclusive and diverse future. Join the conversation, follow and share the She Talks Tech podcast. Thank you so much for your support. I look forward to having you with me in the future.